Hello and welcome back to A Neuron is a Cell. Yeah. This is Allison and Cassidy. And as always, starting with what we know, a neuron, neuron is, is a cell. cell. Yes. yes. And today we're just going to hit on a few topics and then kind of wrap up things that we've learned this semester and um yeah, just kind of try to tie everything in together because this is our last episode kind of for a neuron is a cell. We've come a long way. Yeah. This, is, this has been a long semester. To our seven process. listeners. Yeah. Our seven shout followers. out. Shout out to our five consistent <laughs> listeners. Y'all the real ones. Unless it's just one or two people listening to it five times. Either way, thanks. Well, I appreciate kinda, it. That's kind of weird. No. No. It's fan behavior. Fan base. Fan To our behavior. fan base. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom. <laughs> Yeah, we're coming out and with Dr. Dog. Yeah. We're coming out with merch soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think <laughs> Yeah, it's just gonna be a picture of um, you know, the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Really our are just our podcast cover. The yes. you know, the ones you're all so familiar with. Yes. It's just gonna be that on a t shirt. I'm thinking making caps as well. A cap. Everyone mm-hmm. everyone loves a good baseball hat. Yeah. You know? With, like, a little neuron on it? Yeah, for, like, because it's right on... Yeah. Okay, and people would be like, oh my gosh, that is so trendy. Where right, like, where that? did you get that? And you'll be like, oh, this super awesome, really cool podcast by these really cool and awesome, like, <laughs> perfect girls, <laughs> Cassie and Allison, <laughs> um, who talk about neurobiology and their opinions and stories that they somehow mm-hmm. always have related to mm-hmm. <laughs> these things. And you'll, you'll tell them that exactly. And they'll be like, oh my goodness, where did I listen to that? And then you'll send them to our Spotify, which right. on our Spotify wrapped, like as a creator <laughs> now <laughs> on Spotify, we can see our Spotify wrapped. Yes. And we were really peaking listening in like October, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because it's just, you know, holiday season, mm-hmm. um, you know, the best holiday, Halloween, people are just really listening to I think the skeleton really drew them in. That's like, so true. Yeah. And I guess now maybe it's scaring them, and that's why our listening. Maybe is going we should down. have changed it to a Christmas tree in December. We can put, we can put a Santa hat <gasps> on the yes. skeleton. Yes. I don't know. You know what? We'll look into that. Yeah. We'll try to make that happen. No promises. Um, but anyway, so our first little topic we kind of want to touch on today is neuroinflammation. Um, so I really I quite like the immune system and I took immunology last semester and it was one of my favorite classes that I've taken um and I just I like talking about immune system things in general um not to be that person but like I do have an autoimmune disorder Mm. so I always think these kind of things are interesting because like who doesn't want to know more about their problems right um so yeah so a big question that we ask when we talk about just inflammation in general is we say okay well is it harmful or helpful and the answer to that is yes yes correct both right and separate times right so i mean we can have some positive aspects including you know 
reorganization of host priorities mm-hmm. and enhanced plasticity, right. tissue repair, yeah. neuroprotection, that all right. is encompassed in some positive aspects of neuroinflammation. Right. Like, one of the big things that inflammation does is, like, speeds up your metabolism, and so, like, healing processes can be faster, mm-hmm. and... um like in cases where you get fever, like raising body temperature also in- increases metabolism. So like your cell reactions will happen quicker. And then also a lot of like bacterial microbial things can't survive in higher temperatures. So there's, there's really good things about inflammation. Mm-hmm. Like we wouldn't have it just for no reason if it were right. all bad. That, that seems... They kind of make it sound like a scary word. Like, you hear inflammation. Right. And I just instantly go to, like, ooh, that's bad. bad. But it's a defense mechanism. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like, the the first line of defense in your innate immune system. Which, when we talk about the immune system, we say there's there's two big branches. There's your innate immune system, which is, like, it's always on, always active. Um, So it's, like, your skin and, like, different, like, barriers that just keep everything out and... Um, there's just, there's lots of parts of your innate immune system. And then there's your adaptive immune system, which is really, really specific and has to be like triggered and that kind of thing. So yeah, like a lot of times we hear inflammation, we think it's bad, but no, it's our number one line of defense right. when you. And it's happening when we don't even know it's happening. Right, right. It's literally helping us all the time. Yeah. As long as it's short term. Yeah. And then check. Right. So then we also have. The negative side of right. inflammation. Yes. Um, and so how we see this at, like, the neurobiology standpoint, we can see the collateral damage. Um, anxiety and depression can also come about from this. We can also see cognitive impairment, reduced plasticity, and then neuronal damage. Right. It's just, it's one of those things, and I feel like you hear this over and over and over in biology is it's I guess really everywhere, especially Mm -hmm. in biology, it's all about balance, you know? Like, if you have none of it, that's really bad. But if you have too much of it, that's also really bad. And so just trying to maintain, like, not going too far to either extreme is is kind of the key in all of this. Um, And so you almost have to be careful with how you talk about inflammation, like, in the literature and that kind of thing because it does have such a negative connotation Mm -hmm. um but i think really we're just here to say like inflammation is isn't necessarily just an inherently bad thing like um your complement system for example is in your innate immune system and it's just like these little sets of proteins that go and basically like punch holes and stuff in in bad things which is kind of like kick butt when you think about it they just go find stuff they're like that looks wrong let's puncture it like done sick awesome you never even know anything was wrong because they just do it yeah and you're like you have microglial cells that go clean up dead stuff but then that becomes an issue if they accidentally like target the wrong cells and start eating like good ones and like your own cells like your own cells Cassidy right. how does that happen right autoimmunity oh what dang. how does that and nobody knows the actual cause of autoimmune disorders but basically somehow some way your immune system accidentally attacks your own cells um which I mean we could get I I could get on a tangent about the 
MHC and all the fun little recognizing proteins and Mac attack. Yeah, Mac attack. <laughs> <laughs> um and those kind of things are like T cell differentiation. All that's mm-hmm. really, really fun, but I think that would be a really long episode to try yeah. to explain <laughs> all of all of immunology that. and but like basically I guess it can kind of be summed down to lymphocytes, which are your T cells and B cells, which are your um big players in mm-hmm. in the immune system. Yes. Um they you basically you just make a crap ton of these um as you're growing up and um they just go out hunting. And usually when you make them, like you're making them in the bone marrow or the thymus and your your body like the other cells are making sure okay let's make sure that he isn't we didn't accidentally make one that targets our our own cells let's make sure these are all targeted toward like foreign cells but sometimes this gets messed up and maybe one gets out that didn't get deleted that's targeted toward your cells and then he gets out he finds your cells because he's targeted toward them accidentally and then he differentiates because that's what they do and then you launch a whole immune attack on yourself just because those little cells got out. Um, accidentally multiplied. Them yeah, online. just accident. Yeah. Um, but but there are things you can do to treat autoimmune diseases, like, um, like for example, just general immune suppressing medications, um, or you can even target, um, like inflammatory mediators in the like signaling process of the immune system so for example i take stellara which i think the like fancy name is ustekinumab maybe which is a monoclonal antibody Mm -hmm. for il-12 and il-23 so interleukin 12 and interleukin 23 which are both just like messengers part in the like immune system communication cascade the best way i've heard it explained like the way i like it best is when you're looking at monoclonal antibodies for, like, biologic medications, which are those monoclonal antibodies mm-hmm. for the mediators and everything. Yes. Um, the way my doctor described it to me was, so you have, like, a system of dominoes in place, and when one goes off, it sets everything off, and then you get this big immune response. Mm-hmm. So in an autoimmune disease, you've got you've got one of these dominoes somewhere, or maybe a couple or something, that are just going on. They're just falling all the time. They're messed up. They're crooked. They're whatever. So it's like every time we set them back up, it just keeps getting knocked back over. And if you can find which domino is doing that, if you can find which of the messengers is doing that and stop it mm-hmm. and tie it up, then you are going to fix the whole rest of the cascade from going on when it's right. Should. So, like, I took... Stellara before this, which is a um, tumor necrosis factor alpha um, blocker or antibody for that, which is another. That's like a really big kind of high up uh, inflammatory mediator. So I took Humira for a while and that didn't do it, which just means it wasn't the right domino for me. So now mm-hmm. I take Stellara. Love her. Um, it's kind actually, of cute. She gets your domino. She does get my domino. Which I need. I, I'm actually supposed to take it tonight, so fun fact. Um, probably won't. But <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Maybe well, it's, tomorrow. Right, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it tomorrow. But it's one of those things, you take it every eight weeks, so being off by a day or two isn't, like, a big deal in the scheme right. of things. Um, 
but yeah, anyway, that's my little spiel on autoimmune diseases and and whatnot. But I think it would be really helpful and really kind of nice to just kind of go through what have we, what are some big things mm-hmm. that we've learned this semester? What are, um, yeah, let's just wrap things up, tie her up okay. all together. Um, if you want to go first. So obviously a neuron... Um. Obviously, a neuron is a cell. cell. Um, Have we said that enough times for you? Right, yes, but getting through. (laughs) Yeah, so obviously we came into this really only knowing that. And then (laughs) through a very long process, we kind of figured out, oh, there's like physics that can be applied Mm. here. And, you know, we did not love that section, but that's okay. Just really like viscerally reacted. We really just... We said we're physics gals, but we're not. No. Yeah, if I'm sorry. I didn't say I was a physics gal. If I ever said I was a phys- physics sorry. gal, I was lying. I think we said we're neuroscience gals, and that right. involves also being a yeah, physics yeah, gal. Yeah. But, like, I'm just going to tell you it doesn't. Right, no. Well, maybe it does. It does. But I'm going to exclude it for me personally. Right. Just for my comfort. Right. Because <laughs> that's how that works. Yes, exactly. Um, but, yeah. So we got into circuits and resistors yeah. and... All yeah. Types of capacitance. Oh no. Yeah. If I hear him ask the <laughs> definition of capacitance <laughs> on the final, um, I'm gonna be like, uh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that um, was not an opportunity. Right. Sorry. But I think like as much as I to put it bluntly, as much as I hate physics and like doing all that and mm-hmm talking about a neuron as a circuit because I really was just like oh okay I've done physics let me literally never talk about it again yeah um but I guess there's a reason they had us take it mm-hmm. um that is nice to see it, it yes. can be applied oh, always nice to see things applied it's like okay this didn't feel like a complete waste of time just mostly yeah. um you know yeah yeah um but seeing a neuron as a circuit I will say I feel like the things that I've learned in this class have really, really helped me now reading primary literature. Because I feel like they, the things that they talk about, I think I just had a lot of um, just little gaps maybe in my knowledge of things that I felt like I just wasn't tracking. Yeah, when they I would, would agree with when that. When they would just talk about certain things. But now I feel like I can approach, there are a lot of papers that I'm like, okay, wait, I know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I may not be able to track every step of the way, but definitely much better... than I could and then just like the whole idea of excitation inhibition and all that which is so simple and I know that I've talked about in other classes but I feel like I just have such a solid understanding about Mm -hmm. that now that I like I could teach it I I have taught it like in the I I tutor for a couple classes and they I remember one of them asked about membrane potential and I was like I've been waiting for this one <laughs> yeah let me tell you like, let me tell you what a depolarization is like I got you um which again like I think I've said this before it's a little sad that I've gotten this far without putting those pieces together but this class definitely helped me mm-hmm. just get a lot of those pieces that I think I was missing yeah I would definitely agree with that even if it was painful to get there and I feel like at the beginning it was like we had all these loose ends and it right. was so overwhelming because we were like what like there's physics, like physics and there's and... biophysics and right. there's a neuron and I think but... I was just also resisting like doing it just because it was physics, physics. <laughs> my 
body was just like, no, we're not. But then once we did it, yeah, it's made so much more sense. Right. For all different aspects. Right. And it's just one of those things you have to, like, you just have to get through it because, like, then now, going and talking about all the senses and everything, yes. like, I, I wouldn't have had such a holistic understanding of the sense of senses if I didn't know what a depolarization was, if I didn't know, um, like, why opening a like an ion channel would be a big deal right. like if i you know we we throw around ion names all the time but i i didn't really know like i had no idea what gamma was yeah like, okay yeah like i knew it was an inhibitory transmitter just from site classes but site classes don't really go into yeah just like this is a molecular dude and that's yeah it. like great awesome but like how does it do that and then okay what's a graded potential versus an action potential and then how do how do those relate and um, I don't know. I just, I feel like I have a really solid foundational picture of what, what, what's a neuron doing, generally mm-hmm. speaking. Um, and then just, I think going through the, uh, going through the senses was pretty fun. That was fun. Yeah. Talking about all the, like, coding things. Um, I think that was really fun, too. Um. And then, of course, I love all our little topics, which I really like. Um, I really liked when we talked about sleep and inflammation because those, yes. are, those are just so fascinating. That is fascinating. It's just, I really enjoyed our talk about aging as well. Yeah. Like, I think there's just so many applicable topics that you're like, no way that has anything to do with neuroscience. Right. No way. Yeah. But it does. And I think... A lot of people here, or I know even me, I'll hear like, oh, neuroscience, and then be intimidated. Mm-hmm. Or be like, oh, that's some next level something. But I think a lot of what this class has done, for me at least, has made it um, accessible, mm-hmm. kind of. Like, not not that I know everything. I definitely don't. Um, and we were just saying, if, I, if I've learned anything, is that I know nothing. Right. But it's it's made it to where I feel like I know it in a way that I can be conversational about it. And that was one of my learning goals Mm -hmm. for this class, is to be able to understand these topics in a way that I can be conversational. I can talk to people about it, especially people who don't have a biology background. Right. Like, it's it's one of my favorite... It's it's really funny. I'll go home for the holidays. Like, when I was home for Thanksgiving, my, my parents will ask me things about... They'll they'll see whatever, see the study, or it's really cute. My family will like send me little articles Aww. of things like that they see, and they're like, "Oh my goodness, this is so cool!" And I'll be like, "Yes, that is from twenty sixteen." But yes, like this, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so thank that's you. So fun that you um, thought of me when you saw this. No, I mean that's that's it's very sweet and very. Yes. They do send me really cool things. Yeah. Um, like, if my parents are listening, I love it. Please, I'm sorry. Like, thank you for presenting these things. <laughs> Shout out to Connie. It's, right. It's, it's very, very sweet. Um, and I just, I love that I know enough, and I, I know enough well enough that I, I can talk to people about it who don't have yeah a background in it, which is just very, very important. I feel me. like at the start of this class, I, like, I could not have really explained anything. Right. Like, from a neuroscience perspective, like, I really just could not be conversational, and I, I just think we've come so far. Hey, yeah. Especially, like, through doing this podcast, like, yes, 
we've really just learned how to verbalize what we're learning Mm -hmm. and I don't know it's been fun it has been kind of fun no I'm like a little sad to like be wrapping up I know um but you know I think we come a long way accomplished a lot talked a lot yes um probably said some things we shouldn't have but that's okay but that is okay no one is perfect um we learned that we're supposed to dance I yes mean, choreograph choreograph um, um i feel like that really is just our main takeaway yes. just from that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so if you made it this far thank you so much for listening um this was basically just our little project for um our like we have this portfolio project that we're doing for class and so this was part of that was just practicing being conversational practicing talking about these things in ways that are accurate like as accurate as possible but also accessible mm-hmm. um I think we both since we both want to be healthcare providers we both want to be able to talk to patients and explain things because I never I never think asking questions is a bad thing I think a lot of people are really confused especially now with like all the controversies there are about different yes. things in healthcare, I think sometimes people will get upset with when people have questions and it's like having a question doesn't mean you're this political affiliation or that it means you have a question right. and having a question or concern about something is not is not the same as like antagonizing it or supporting or whatever any of that and I think having questions is a good thing and being able and willing to talk with people and answer those questions is crucial mm-hmm. really so crucial which yeah. is why we made that like our learning goals right. for this class like because it's so important to be able to tell people what we know because there's yeah. so much that I mean I didn't know about any of this stuff before getting into this class mm-hmm. and so for people who are not majoring in molecular and cellular biology we have to know how to share what we've learned right um so i hope that you have enjoyed listening to our podcast and if nothing else i hope that you take away that a neuron (laughs) is a cell cell. at the very least at the very least please please take that to heart um your cells are listening if you don't use it you lose it fire together wire together dance and argue don't take math don't take (laughs) I mean, do wait. I don't know how you do meth. Don't do meth. Don't do meth. Don't. (laughs) That's that's the answer to that. (laughs) Is is don't find out. Right. Um. Okay. We we're ending there. Yeah. (laughs) We We just we get more trouble. (laughs) All right. I I was gonna say see you next time, but I guess we won't. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. And everyone is a cell. Bye. Bye.